Hey guys, what's going on? And welcome to another exciting episode of the podcast in my head. The podcast where you, and yes, Oliver, even you, get to listen to the podcast going on in my head. I'm your host, Jonah D. And before we dive into today's exciting topics, I have one thing to ask. And that is, have you done your daily dose of breathing? Because if not, Fear not, for I am here to guide you on the path to oxygen. So what we do is we inhale through our noses and exhale through our mouths. Okay, so we're going to. And that sound is not AI generated. That is an authentic inhale through my nostrils as well as an equally authentic exhale through my mouth. And then, like some reference that I can't think of for doing something two times, we are going to do this a second time. So we're going to. And. Ah. Much better. Sometimes a little cough at the end can help expel some of the extra demons that infest your soul. Ah. Man, I I am in kind of a goofy mood, a bit tired, guys. Why? Because I've been slaving my ass away for Daddy Bezos, making sure that he can fund his next trip into space. No, that's actually not it. I kind of wish that was the only reason why. No, so a couple weeks ago, I went out to get myself a nice snazzy new haircut. Those things do not cost $20 anymore. They're like 40 minimum at this point, so they're few and far between. But hey, decided I wanted to go and look good for a change. So went, got my haircut, came back, heard some strange sound in my car as I was coming back, figured, eh, maybe it's just the bass drop. Maybe it's just something on the radio, whatever. So I get home, uh, go into the house. Talk to the lady for a, a little bit, maybe about an hour, could have been two hours. And then I go back out to get in my car and go meet up with my friends at the card shop that I'd like to go and meet with my friends at. Well, I started driving it's, and something's not right with my steering. So I'm like, oh, damn, what's going on now? And I look in my car being a newer model that it is, a nice, shiny 2021 It'll pretty much tell you anything that's wrong with the car. That way, you as the driver don't have to devote any more brain cells than necessary into the maintenance of your vehicle. Because, you know, it was just too much to expect people to inspect their own, you know, property and items and make those guesses for their for themselves. So we have to have technology do it for us. But thankfully so. It informs me that one of my tires has low pressure, but no, 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 not just, uh, you know, a 30, which would be low for me, or like a 28 or something. No, 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 it's all the way down to zero, so that can't be good. Pull over and see that, yeah, my tire is flat. There's a hole in my tire. Well, that's really unfortunate, but thankfully, these really, really amazing guys down at my local NTV were not only were they willing to fix my tire for me, but they were willing to put it back on my car for me. Like I 
so when I had pulled over and found that I had the flat, you know, I called my insurance company, which is something else that I've got to shout out. You know, for something that I'm paying an arm, a leg, and half a testicle to per month, I have got to say they are really, really good on that service. I was able to pull it up on the phone, and I was able to get a a, a guy out. He swapped out my tire with my spare and that was all great and dandy and then like i said those really great guys down at ntb were willing to fix my tire as well as put it back on my car for me which was really awesome so that was about two weeks ago guys so then we fast forward to tuesday of this week i go outside to get in my car turn on you know the ignition get the heat going got the playlist ready you know i'm 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 looking forward to the day go to drive my car something doesn't feel right the steering doesn't feel right again i wonder what's going on i look down hey buddy check your eye your uh, tire pressure okay this time though it's not one tire it's two tires so i'm like what the fuck is going on what did i run over i pull over into the park near my house get out and look and now this time Instead of holes in my tire, I've got two outright slashes, guys. These will likely be the reference photos just for uh, why the hell not, right? So now I can say with certainty that someone has vandalized my car, okay? Now, could it have been somebody that I maybe pissed off when I was talking about the whole uh shit the the thing last week guys the whole thing about all they're all cowards they all you know they're the agoraphobes they don't leave the house i guess somebody wanted to prove that they do leave the house now this is assuming that this is someone off the internet it's very well possible you know how big pussies they are over the internet um I mean, these are the same kinds of people that go after people's jobs when they're upset with them instead of, you know, going and dealing with them personally. Because, you know, they barely have a spine between the lot of them. So it's very well possible that it is one of those internet pussies, one of those no profile pick having cat ladies that I was talking about. And some people seem to think that because I, I'm calling out the cat ladies that I have some issue with cats, I'm sure that I've told y'all on the podcast before, I fucking have a cat. It's Oliver. He's right here. Oliver, you want to say anything to the listeners? No? Leave you alone? Okay, cool. Whatever. He's a bit of a prick, but yeah, I have a cat. I have nothing against cats. I do have something against cat ladies. It's really not a complicated concept, but whatever. So that's just assuming that it is one of those because it would be right in line for what they do, right? Or, or, and this is my personal preference, actually, that it's just some some random psycho. Now, somebody was just walking down my street and said, oh, look at this rich douche with his nice shiny car and decided to, you know, knock me down a peg. Because if it's someone that I actually know, if it's someone who knows where I live and knows that that's my vehicle, well, that would be an entirely separate issue. Not because I'm afraid of said person, but just because now I have to add on to my schedule going and dealing with said person. Oh, but let the police handle it. That's their job. Yeah, I'm not a fan. 
I would rather go dispense my own brand of citizen justice. So I got to call those guys back today and see if they saw anything on the cameras that are pointing down my street. Yeah, that's right, people. There's cameras. So you were fucking seen, okay? But that's cool. That's cool. Um. So yeah, now I get my car back today and I'm out about 500 bucks, which is not that big of a deal because my job was calling for people to work overtime anyway so the only thing that sucks is that i can't actually enjoyably use the money that i'm going to be getting from the overtime it instead has to go to this but i am happy that at least i am able to get this work done and i'm not completely asked out so that's what's been going on in my week guys how about yours (laughs) it's actually been um a fairly interesting week on the internet. Did you guys see that Kiki Palmer and her uh, has gotten full custody of their child? Her baby father was uh, apparently abusing her and such. And I find it very interesting that uh, you know now we have Kiki Palmer, who's never really out of the media eye, but she was kind of she was chilling after Akila and the Bee. You know what I mean? She was she was chilling for a little bit. She was in her Disney shit, but, you know, she was kind of keeping it low-key. And then a couple months ago, we talked about uh, her dancing on that stage with Usher. And I find it very fascinating that there were so many women who were calling for her to leave her man, she to dump him. I mean, she went and made that music video with Usher, the guy that her man had the issue with in the first place. All that stuff happened. All those posts uh, back and forth between the two of them, publicizing their their uh, relationship troubles and all that. They go through all that, and she ends up going back to him anyway. All those women that were talking about, oh, he a broke bum anyway. He a broke bum anyway. I would never. I would never. And then when she got back together with him, they were silent. They had nothing to say. They were all there telling her that she could do better. And then all of a sudden, she's uh, her and Darius are back together, and these women are nowhere to be found. These women silent talking now. Now they're at the point where she's left him again because of the domestic violence allegations, and here they are back again. Here they are back again. They're like roaches, I swear. Uh, But outside of that, I can't say I have any real interest in that Kiki Palmer shit. What has been interesting me, and this is something that I thought about making a TikTok at Derbebe, D-U-R-B-E-B-E-E, I thought about making a TikTok on, and it is about call-out content, guys. You know, I've been in this kind of sphere for about 15 years now, and when I first started, I found that it was maybe not even productive, but it was at least entertaining, and there was some accuracy to it, you know? It was things like women prefer a guy who is strong, who is confident, who is a leader, who is sure of himself, you know, all that jazz. And yeah, that's pretty true. Women do generally like that guy. Oh, you know, guys typically like women who are nurturers and they like them to be kind and, you know, be, you know, just nurturing. That's really like one of the biggest things. And that was true. And that then you know when it got to the negative side because that's what things always do but then when it got to the negative side okay um a woman will 
you know, be married to you and then she'll divorce you and take half of your shit. Okay, that's there's some nuance there, but it's still fairly accurate. Okay, sure. Oh, a man could be with you for all these years and then all of a sudden he snaps or something just changes all of a sudden and he does this. Okay, yeah, I've, I've seen plenty of news stories like that. Okay, fine, I can go with that. But now I feel like we're at the point, which is something that I've talked about before, where these call-out, uh, this call-out content is making people money. And I'm now starting to see that people are chasing the money rather than the solution. Because, you know, there's no, there's no money to be made in, for example, curing AIDS. There is money, though, in treating it. There is money in researching into it there is money there but there's no money in actually curing it and it's the same thing with these call out content with the or call out content creators rather there is no money if men and women if we right now flip the button if men never raped another woman if they never abused another woman do you have any idea how many people would be out of a job really think about it do you know how many people even just on tiktok you can see these people who are making commissions and making money off of the kind of content that they make. And typically it comes in two forms. They're either influencers where they, you know, I'm famous for being pretty or I'm famous for showing off these products and they do it that way, or they do it the other way, which is they make money off of your attention to them calling out whatever social dilemma it is that we're, that we're dealing with. Now, the specific one that I was talking about is one where they are talking about how men will tell their wives, hold on, (laughs) I'm starting this all fucked up, okay? So a woman will ask like her man, hey, what do you like about me or what do you love about me? And the man will respond with something along the lines of, oh, you cook for me, you clean for me, you take care of me or you take care of the kids, or something of that nature. And how that is a problem, because women want to be valued for their actual character. They want to be told things that they're kind, that they're nurturing, that they take really great care of the kids. And it's funny, because the specific woman who I'm referring to, whose video I saw, said both of those things. She said, I, we don't want to be told that we take good care of our partner or our kids, but we, we would instead rather be told that we're kind, that we're nurturers, and I'm sorry, that they take care of the people around them. And it really got me thinking because she was specifically framing this as a way that men talk about how they care about their women. And it's not at all like that. Women do the exact same thing on a massive scale. But again, like everything else on social media, it is okay when a woman does it, but it is by God, the, you know, the upside down cross, the 666, if the man does it, you can go on TikTok and you can find, you know, look up like, thank you to my man, because that's a, a popular song that goes on. Or just, I love my man. And what you will see is a slew of videos, which is great. I want to make it very clear that it is absolutely wonderful that we have all of these women that are willing to post and gush and share with the world about how much they care about their boyfriends or their husbands, because there's certainly no 
uh, what's the word I'm looking for? There's no like uh, no accolades for that. You don't get a pat on the back for caring about your boyfriend. So I very much appreciate and respect that. Okay, but if you look at the actual content themselves, every single one of them, every single one of them, the first two, maybe even three slides of them talking about how their boyfriend is so amazing is him spending money on them. They show a basket that the boyfriend bought and it bought for them. They show the flowers that the boyfriend buys for them. They show just all these things that their boyfriends had to go and spend money on. And that's what they appreciate about their boyfriends. But here's the deal. In the comments of those videos, you will find a couple, but not many men who are saying, damn, like, what do you do for him? But you'll only find a couple because here's the thing. Men generally have no problem financially providing things or a lifestyle for a woman that they care about. Men, if they have the money, again, generally, have no problem buying things for their women because that's how we show that we love them. Again, I'm speaking generally. That's how we show our love for them. Oh, I got her this thing she wanted. Oh, she wanted stuffed animals. I mean, even my own woman. I'm looking around now. The the desk where I do the podcast at is surrounded by stuff that, for the most part, I've bought her. And there are little trinkets and things. There's some cards. There's some stuffed animals, some little knickknacks because she likes that kind of shit. And I have no problem whatsoever with her telling me, hey, I really appreciate that you get me these things. And that's one of the things that I love about you. I have no problem with her showing those things off and saying that that's one of the things that she loves me for is because I get her those things. There's nothing wrong with that. And we've talked before. I've told her before, hey, my <laughs> this is gonna sound really fucked. And I'm and I'm mixing a couple of subjects, but they do go together. You know, they talk about women talk about wanting to be loved unconditionally, and that's the reason why they don't like to be told, hey, I love that you take care of me, because it tells them, Oh, I love you for what you do for me, not me loving you for you. But here's the deal. If your personality is taking care of people, especially people that you care about, then of course I am going to value that in you. And the idea of being loved unconditionally, especially in a relationship, is asinine to me. I do not believe that you can unconditionally love someone who you chose to have be a part of your life. Someone like your parents or you know uh, people like your children Ideally, your family are the people that you have unconditional love for because y'all are skinfolk and kinfolk. Well, not skinfolk, but kinfolk, right? And even in those cases, it's not. There are plenty of people out there who do not love their parents. And there are plenty of parents out there who do not love their children and will disown their children because they brought somebody home that was the wrong creed, the wrong skin color, had the wrong political views. Parents have cut off their children for that. So even kids don't get unconditional love. So I don't understand how these women are expecting to get unconditional love from their man when the only reason why a relationship was built in the first place was because y'all were doing things for each other, right? Let's talk about unconditional love for a second. So do you mean to tell me that when that man was first talking to you that you already had love for him? No, because you didn't know him. Do you mean to tell me that when you first started talking to that man that if he hadn't taken you on dates, and again, I'm speaking generally, not to every single relationship, because y'all love to find one or two that are exceptions to the rule, right? 
if he were not to take you on a date or if he took you on a date and said i split 50 50 or if he took you out on a date and said i'm not paying i'm not paying for your meal we're just we're just hanging out we're just seeing what's going on i guarantee that y'all will not be where you are right now because that man had to work himself into your good graces for him to receive whatever love it is that you give him and then should that man stop doing whatever it is if he were to stop taking you out on dates if he were to stop buying you flowers if he were to stop getting you you know boo baskets or any of that shit you would start to resent him and leave him and i know this because you see this on videos all the time of women talking about he used to take me out on dates all the time and now he doesn't do it as much and what are the comment sections filled with women saying leave him you can do better leave him you can do better there's better out there what about unconditional love what about the unconditional love where what about that is unconditional the problem is that like i said before men we don't have a problem with being praised for those things when a man builds something with his hands he loves to be told hey i love that you're really great at building houses men don't need to be told that who you are deep down where pretty much no one else knows is what you need to be praised on it's women who feel this way women were the ones who when they were okay <laughs> when women were majority home builders and they were taking care of the kids you know back in the day right those women for the most part did not have a problem doing those things because that is where a lot of women got their own like i don't want to say their sense of worth but similarly to how a man has no problem providing for a woman that he cares about a woman has no problem taking care of the people who she cares about. I do not believe that a woman uh, can care about you, but not want to take care of you in any of those ways, whether it be making a meal for you, whether it be, I, I don't even know like any of that stuff, but I just don't believe that a woman who's not willing to at least try those things actually cares about you just like i would say that a man who is not willing to buy you anything yeah he's not going to care about you i do not believe that a man who's not willing to buy you anything cares about you okay before y'all go oh my god oh my god men like this and women like this and that's again kind of coming around to my issue with call out content is that call out content used to be it used to be accurate but now people are taking things that are not gendered and making them gendered and i mean we know what the purpose is the purpose is you have to keep making content so that way y'all can keep making money i understand that that's what y'all are focused on and you know go and get your bag but i'm not willing to make money at the cost of us never coming together and even though i said last week i will always hate women on the internet i will always hate women on the internet but that does not mean that I don't want us to be better as a society. That doesn't mean that I want us to always be at each other's necks. It's not going to go anywhere. It doesn't do us any good. And we're not ever going to get to an all-out actual physical war between men and women. So really, it's all us just talking shit from our two sides of the fence. But moving on from the sad and depressing shit onto some actual funny stuff, I had to, 
<laughs> I had to. I had the pleasure of being invited out to a Mexican restaurant with one of my friends. Now, my friend lives in Pennsylvania. And if y'all are not aware, Pennsylvania is not a, eth- uh, what do they call? Ethnically, no, no, not ethnic. No, it is ethnic. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Pennsylvania is not an ethnically diverse area. Okay. It's not. It's a lot of farm town, a lot of Amish people. It's a lot of white people, okay? A lot of white people out in Pennsylvania, especially when you get to around Lancaster. Yeah, it's like all farmland out there. Really great if you want to go to Dutch markets, but not great if you want to go walking when the sun goes down. You know what I mean? So she's like, hey, New Mexican restaurant opened up. Let's go try it out. So I'm like, you know what? fine, fuck it, I'll give it a shot. So we get out there, and the first thing that I notice about this place is that the only people coming in or going out are white people, which, hey, shouldn't be surprised about that. Fine. Okay, cool. Well, then we go in, and there's diner music playing. Not Spanish music, but diner music. Ready, you know, like regular, you know, you know, get on the road, do 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 do, you know, just shit like that, like regular diner music. And I'm like, I don't like the sounds of it because I could hear it from outside. But then we walk in, and I see the wait staff. So the hostess is a white woman, and I'm like, you know what? Fine, places, but especially Hispanic places, love hiring blonde hair, blue eyed white women to work the front because that's what they like. And it brings people in. Okay, that's fine. The servers are white. Again, hey, that's cool. You want white servers? I totally understand that. You, whatever. Cool, right? So we walk. So we walk up and we go to the, uh, we're getting ready to go and be seated. And I see a guy standing behind the counter and he looks a bit like Danny Trejo, but maybe and at like 35 years old, right? So I'm like, oh, thank God. There's actual Spanish-speaking people here. Okay, fine. Fine. I can deal with this. I'll trust this for now. So we sit down and we order our food. So, guys, guys, I'm going to pull the mic a little bit closer here because I want y'all to really hear me. Okay, guys, let me tell you that I could have gone to the grocery store. I could have bought a bag of those frozen burritos. I could have bought a jar of enchilada sauce and I could have made better tasting. I don't even know what I had. I think I had a burrito. I could have made better at home. I kid you not. The food was so clearly packed with salt. My mouth puckered like a porn star's asshole. Okay. It was fucking disgusting. Now I'm going to move y'all back. So we're eating our disgusting food, looking at one of the waitresses, one of the waitresses, not our waitress. I told uh, my friend, I said, I can tell you for a fact that that woman has mixed babies. I could just, I could smell it on her. She had little butterflies with words going down her hand and shit. She had the, she just had the look, guys. Like, I don't even know how to, to, to describe it. I think that my Negro senses can just pick up on it. I think we can just tell when a woman is 
either into black men or has black children, but I'm telling you, that woman has at least one interracial child. So we're finally done. We're wrapped up. We're leaving. And I'm pissed off. I'm pissed off. There's nothing but white people eating in there. It was clearly, clearly a bamboozle. So as we're leaving, I see the Hispanic guy behind the counter and I'm looking at him. I'm just giving him a look of like, come on, man, what the hell happened? What happened, man? You gave me hope. And the guy looks at us and goes, thank you very much for coming. Come again soon. What? What? I was full knupped. I was hoodwinked. I was deceived. Okay. Never again, never again shall I go and try to have an ethnic meal in Pennsylvania, guys. Something that I can't wait to experience is being a father. I know a lot of y'all sincerely hope I never have children with the ideas that I have on this podcast. And I can just say, go fuck yourself. I'll bust on whatever I want to. Okay. That will allow me to. That way I don't go to prison because I'm not like that. Uh-huh. But uh, I can't wait because I love kids. I've always loved kids. Uh, my mom used to have daycares when I was growing up, and uh, the kids always liked me. I was always cool with them. They thought I was a big jungle gym because I'm a huge dude. And, yeah, I can't wait to experience that for myself. And I'm definitely, though, one of those people who loves well-behaved kids. I don't. I can't deal with bad children. I can't. And I think that over the years, kids have become more and more emboldened to transgress against adults, but then want to run behind being children when the consequences come. I find that very interesting. Now, I'm not sure that that was ever a thing when I was younger, but then again, I played games. I didn't really run the streets, but it's just very interesting. Like I was going down, I was outside. And these kids were running through the streets. These kids were like maybe nine and 10 years old, right? Running through the streets. Cars are trying to go. And these kids are just darting out in front of them, right? And they're yelling at the cars. They're throwing stuff in their pockets or whatever, little rocks that they're finding on the ground and shit at cars. Throwing shit, throwing shit, throwing shit, right? So this older guy is walking down the street, old man, right? And he's like, hey, you got to watch out before you get hit. And these kids were like... Oh my God, you're, I don't know you. You're a stranger. Get away from me. And just like ran off. Like, okay, fine, fine, right? These kids are nine and 10 years old. That's annoying. But something that I've seen recently that's really got me interested in this is I saw this woman on TikTok and she made a video, which is another thing that's wrong with these kids. They feel like everything needs to be on goddamn video and shared with the rest of the world, but whatever. She goes to a SZA concert. And she's sitting, like, in the front. And she puts on her phone. So you guys remember when I went to go see Chase Atlantic and we saw Leah Kate and people were putting stuff on their phone screens, like words and stuff, saying, of like, oh, this sucks or just whatever. Well, apparently it was a trend to go to SZA concerts and on your phone put SZA whack and, like, hold that up. I don't understand the trend. I don't understand what the joke is. I don't understand what's funny about it because I'm a grown ass man and not a teenager anymore. So I'm putting that on the front. So that way y'all know where my opinion is coming from. But I don't understand how something can be funny when the punchline is just that somebody sucks. 
somebody sucks that here's the deal who has as far as i'm aware been completely unproblematic who has not said anything racist homophobic transphobic anti-woman anti-anybody as far as i'm aware scissor has been clean okay so i don't understand what's funny about that but hey that's kids kids are just mean right so then SZA responds to this she dms the girl and goes you know that's essentially that's really messed up of you these things really hurt my feelings this things caused me to uh like spiral for a bit and i don't think you understand just how messed up this kind of stuff is and how that can mess with people and this girl who was like I want to say she was about 17, 18, is like, oh my God, you're like a whole decade older than me and you're coming after me for something that a bunch of other people were doing too. And again, I know that this is a kid, right? I know that this is somebody who is quote unquote immature and quote unquote doesn't know any better, but saying that other people were doing it so why are you coming after me will never be a defense and usually you hear this from people that are pulled over in traffic stops they'll be like well that guy's going like 80 how come you're coming after me or the other guys were going faster why are you coming after me the point is not that other people are doing it because what you're saying when you say that is that other people doing it makes it okay for you to do it and if you were the person who got caught because you were doing it what does you saying, how does you saying that other people do it take any of the blame away from you? How does that make you any less responsible for your actions? Oh, well, it's a trend. That's another thing that people, but I'm going to say especially women, will hide behind is, oh, well, it's a trend. It's just a trend. Like uh, that girl on the whatever podcast who had the upside down cross and she was, Candace is like, why are you wearing that? Oh, well, it's a trend. I'm doing it because it's a trend. It's, it's, it's a trend to do that. It's a trend to shit on single moms. It's a tr trend. It's always because it's a trend. Why is it that y'all are so desperate to live and die by trends? Really, when you think about it, when you go on social media, who sets trends? Women set trends. Who follows trends? Women follow them. The BBL was popular. How many dudes were out there getting BBLs? I know there was a couple of dudes that were getting BBLs couple of gay guys who were getting BBLs, a couple of transgender people who were getting BBLs. But what straight or even bisexual man was out here getting BBLs? They weren't. Women were out there getting them, though, because they're trendsetters and trend followers. But I just don't under like the the entitlement to these kids and to then to then say, oh, you're a whole decade older than me and you're worried about what I'm doing. Yes. You understand that 18-year-olds can vote, right? You understand that 18-year-olds have the ability to alter the country, right? Yes, I have something to say. If an 18, like, whether you're 18, 28, 38, or 48, you have the right to call someone out who is being rude and disrespectful to you. And for no reason, might I add, this is somebody, this is somebody who this girl is supposed to like. This girl in her response to SZA, says something to the effect of, well, I've I've been on multiple to multiple of your concerts and I'm this and this. So you like her, and because you like her, you are going to go and put something on your phone that says that she sucks? You're going to raise something at, at a concert of hers that says that she sucks? I don't understand that. 
I really don't understand that. And the whole fact of, oh, well, I've been to your concert, what does that mean? So I've given you money that means that I'm allowed to say whatever I want to say about you and you're supposed to just take it? I don't get what you, like, the, this idea that people that are over the age of, like, 20 don't have feelings. Like, they, they just, they, they, they just don't have feelings. They just brush off anything that's, that's said to them. Yeah, if it's a kid saying something to you, if it's some little seven or eight year old going, you know, nah, you suck or whatever, whatever kind of insult seven to eight year olds throw out now, yeah, you can brush that shit off because you're an adult. But like teenagers, I mean, look, kids don't understand what they're doing, like single digit, young double digits. But like if you're a a middle to senior teenager is what I'm going to call it. If you're anything 15 and up, then you are responsible enough you are physically matured enough to understand why saying something like that is really fucked up. And again, please, anybody who wants to tell me what exactly is funny about it, what's the joke, what's the punchline, it's just a trend. It's just a trend to go and tell people at concerts that they suck. Now, when I went to go see Leah Kate, I saw that and I thought that it was kind of funny, at least at first. But, you know, the more that I was thinking about it, and especially with the more that these kinds of situations are happening, I'm starting to feel that people really believe that they can treat people any way that they want to just because they paid some money to, to go and see them. But that's just natural human entitlement, I suppose, guys. But this shit is crazy. That shit is crazy. And there were people who were really making it seem like SZA was the villain in all this. I'm blown away. But I guarantee that the people who were defending it were the same kind of people to go and do those kinds of things. It was those same people in that same age demographic who were uh, having a problem with how SZA responded to that girl. And it's funny, like we see every couple of generations or every few years, we see this switch, right? Because my generation, I grew up listening to comedians like Greg Giraldo, Lisa Lampanelli, uh, Daniel Tosh and them, and they were like offensive. And when I was growing up, it was the, these quote unquote offensive comics were like all the rage. They were the biggest comics that were out there because people liked that stuff. People liked the kind of comedians that made jokes about race. They liked the comedians that made jokes about sex and religion and all of that stuff. They liked that. That's the kind of stuff that they enjoyed. And then we got to this rise of cancel culture where those kinds of comedians were getting pushed out because, oh, they're being mean and they're causing harm and they're bullying people and they're, you know, misusing their power and their platforms and all that good stuff, right? And it's like now we're going back. We're flipping it again to where now it's okay to say whatever mean and horrible things that you want to uh, the people over the internet, but it's evolved because, you know, it used to just be kids that were on the internet saying this kinds of stuff. And if somebody made a post about SZA on the internet and said, you know, SZA whack, you know, okay, that's, it's still not fine. It's still not fine. And she still has the right to respond to you and tell you to calm that shit down. However, I believe it's a lot easier to ignore, but you have somebody who was sitting front row at your concert doing this. That's so crazy. That is so crazy. That would be like me, excuse me, that would be like me buying VIP tickets. You know, actually, I I don't even need to make one up. That's like that girl that was invited on, uh, that was pulled up on stage at the Chris Brown concert and pulled her phone out and started recording. And you know what he did? He took her phone and threw it. 
and they were mad at him. Oh, why would you do that? Why would you do that? Because what the fuck are you on your phone for when you're up when you're up here? You know how disrespectful that is? How rude that is to the person who who brought you up there? And I would argue that that's even more. Uh, actually, I couldn't tell you which one's more outrageous. You're invited on the stage of a performer that you paid to see. So ideally, ideally, this could have this could have and should have been the best thing to happen to you that week, that month, that year, maybe in your whole life, that should have been the best thing that have ever happened to you. And you sat there and pulled your phone out and started recording. Similarly to you paid money to be front row at a concert. Concert tickets are not cheap anymore, guys. They're not $20 like they used to be, okay? They're barely even $50. If you're paying $50 to go see somebody, it's because no one knows them. Concert tickets are triple digits starting off, okay? And you're going to go and say, essentially, this person sucks. That will never make sense to me. Oh, thank you. Anyway, I think that's going to just about do it for me. I actually get to pick up my car today. It only took them not even 48 hours to get the work done, which is amazing when I have that back. I'm going to check with the cops to make sure that they got the person who did it on recording so I can go deal with that. And I want to give you guys a heads up that next Saturday uh, we'll not have an episode. I will do my very darn best. Actually, I'm going to promise it right here, live on the podcast in my head. I am going to promise that next Friday, you guys are going to get a mini bomb because my job is calling for us to work on Saturday uh, for overtime. And I'm not even upset about it because I've been having to pick up extra shifts to afford my tire or to afford my new tires. So I was already planning on working a shift. However, instead of it being on Thursday or Friday, it's going to have to be on Saturday. And it's not that I can't record on Thursdays. I'm just not going to because that's when I see my friends and play cards. And Friday is difficult because it's the one full day that I actually get to spend with my wife. So I uh, am going to be able, I will give y'all a mini bomb, but you're not going to get a full episode, okay? So until then, try and keep yourselves out of trouble and make sure that please, 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 if somebody slashes your tire, that you find out who the motherfucker is and you go and you actually do choke the shit out of them, okay? So you guys have a great one. Bye-bye.